the NFL Week 13 DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Scotty Stacks, let's kick off this slate, baby. What do we got? I got to say, B-E-T-S, bets, 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 baby. Let's go. All the bets. Yeah, it- if, if you didn't know, they legalized sports gambling here in the, the Maryland state, the state I live in, the great state of Maryland. Finally. Oh, my gosh. So um, maybe win bets will be coming here soon, just like you know some of the other places. Uh, both better because in California, they have not chosen. They've given the will to the people, actually. They actually have chosen, and they've chosen against him. And and that's as sad as, as an electorate to, to be that far off because in so many other areas, you're on California. You do a great job. So... Yeah, it's yeah. the one thing that Californians have no clue about and are brainwashed to hate because our uh, our politicians completely opposed it because it, it funnels money away from the California mafia. And so there yeah, you go. The money. Yeah, you need the money if you're going to be the California mafia. So, uh, well, enough digressing. We're going to talk about what we can play, and that's DraftKings DFS. That's what we're here for for the Sports Gambling Podcast yes. Network. We don't talk FanDuel. We're going to talk anything else. We talk DraftKings, and we're going to run down the main slate for you. I am Nimble W Numbers himself. Scott Simpson, as Bo mentioned. He's Bo underscore McBigTime, Bo McBrayer on Twitter. Go follow him. Go find him. If you do not follow him, he's pushing 8,000 followers. Uh, this is this is going to be the year. Uh, and this next coming up year, you're going to get 8K. I'm excited about it. And then on to 10. So you'll, you'll be chasing me down real soon. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I've been... I haven't been losing followers, but I haven't been adding very many at all. Like I've been holding steady for a long time. It's been a bear market for followers. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have <laughs> to go viral a few more times just to, to get back to, to even Steven. But we, we digress. Uh, we got a, a 12 game slate. No more buys. Finally. Uh, week 13 on. Yeah, there's full, buys. Full game. There's, bu- yeah. no, there's buys. None of them. No. Okay. I, I lied. There's Arizona's on a buy. Yeah, yeah, there were no buys last week because of Thanksgiving. Who's on a buy besides then, Arizona? They're just letting them take a break by themselves, right? Yeah, and week 14, there's a few more. Uh, but after week 14, there's no buys. There's still buys in week 13 and 14? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like two years in a row, the Colts. The Colts, week 14 buy, two years in a row. That's kind of That's kind of mean. It's really mean for JT owners. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. So, okay, I digress. I'm wrong. I just assume because we've got 12 games that we finally have I'm real so football. Wrong. But so I'm so wrong. wrong. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't wrong last week in the clash, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, let's get in. <laughs> we've got uh, a 12-game slate, so it's more than last week. We had 11 games last week. Uh, let's start with some 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 delicious highfalutin numbers here from the Vegas spread. 51 points. In the Jacksonville-Detroit game, we saw Jacksonville score like 20 fourth-quarter points last week against uh, Baltimore. So we know they can score against defenses that can't stop the run or the pass or whatever it is. Um, Detroit can't kind of do either. What do you think about this game? Are you buying this, or does Detroit kind of fall flat and they don't live up to their end of the bargain? No, I think I'm buying it, but so is everybody else. This is going to be a chalky, chalky game. Uh, there's lots oh, yeah. of great values here for DFS. 
And of course, it's going to be a high total game. Neither defense is very good. Both offenses are running hot. They're both offenses mm-hmm. that can score a ton of points, both on the ground and through the air. So it's going to be tough to get away from the chalk in this game. So you're going to have to be really creative when you create stacks in this game. Maybe play some off-the-wall leverage plays like Evan Ingram. Uh, Zay Jones, is not gonna, he's not going to be a secret this week like he was last week. Uh, it's going to be – you're going to have to play the guys that you like and just hope for the best around for them. them. Well, you're not paying for them. That's why they're so chalky. They're so cheap compared to the other Well, no, you're paying options. for them in chalk. I'm saying you're yeah, paying you're for them pay- in chalk. Like, there's, there's- yeah. Yeah, you're paying for them. You're yeah, not alone. They're, so like you both sides of this game are extremely popular because they're valuable in a high total game, and they're. Yep. It's just going to be. It's going to be a chalk fest. You're gonna. You're going to have to play some of these guys to win, but you're also going to have to win elsewhere at other with your other players. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Marvin Jones at two percent? Uh, he did catch a touchdown. He wasn't heavily targeted. You saw Zay Jones get most of the target share. Um, is there? kind of a, a suck out GPP hope here, or is that more of just kind of an aberration with that touchdown last week? Eh, you just, I, I mean, you got it. You can put him in their player pool, but it's not going to be something you're really that hopeful for because he's not getting any looks. He's, yeah. he's just your prayer type dart throw play. Um, it's just, it's hard to, prayer. it's hard to get excited about a guy who's not really getting any target volume, especially against Detroit. Who's, really funneling everything to the slot. And that's where Christian Kirk lives. So um, Christian Kirk might be the one that's a little less owned because he is more expensive. He's 6,300 and Zay Jones is only marked up a couple hundred dollars from last week and he blew it up and he's going to be super popular. Uh, So I, I would lean more towards Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, even though I hate Ingram, he's a terrible football player. Can't catch anything. He's going to be a leverage play in this game. Yeah, I, mean, I think you you firmly established your your love for Evan Ingram. Uh, anybody on uh, the, the Detroit side at the tight end? You, you taking any dart throws? They like to just mix it up. Each week, it's a different no. tight end. No, absolutely not. Yeah, it, it's a it's a roulette type situation here. Uh, are Jamal you interested? Williams, DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and then uh, surprisingly, we get a little bit of extra receiver help this week for Jared Goff. So Goff might be the pivot mm. here with a stack, maybe with DJ Chark or rookie Jamison Williams, who's going to make his debut. There's your there's your Deshaun Jackson type player who can take the top off a of defense. Jared Goff says mm. he's the fastest player he's ever played with, and like that's it. that's a guy who played with uh, Brandon Cooks for a number of years. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. That sounds that sounds like a great opening for the first game. Uh, it's also time for uh, our only ad read of the of the podcast. I'm so excited! Woo! Woo-hoo. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet yes. is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? WinBet is your home with the WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. 
That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next game, Scott. I do not have a gambling problem. I just want to put that out there. Uh, it's not gambling if you win. And I'm winning, so it's not a problem. All right. Uh, let's talk about somebody who has had a problem, and he's coming back from his problem. Two years later, he's returning to the scene of the crimes, uh, allegedly, even though it's been around the world. But but Deshaun Watson returning to Houston, 47-point uh, total here. Houston is plus seven at home. They've been terrible. Uh, their defense, not as terrible as their offense. Their offense has been just suboptimal in general. Last week, Optimal. they ran into a buzzsaw. In uh, in in you know, just Tyreek Hill. You know, you've got a defense that was swarming as well. What do you think about this matchup? I think Houston can get destroyed, but not not necessarily because of John, Deshaun Watson. I just don't. I think their defense is okay, but their offense is so bad. Nick Chubb. That's a job. Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's all you want to play, Nick Chubb. Yeah, so much Chubb. He's eight K. Just a simple flat rate. Don't overthink it. Just go full Chubb. Full Chubb. Yeah. I love full Chubb. I think it's a great play in this game. He's the kind of back to, uh, and I'm not going to shade on Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry takes a few steps to get going. So does Nick Chubb. Once they get going, though, you're not going to stop them. And and both of these guys ha- have that power. I think Nick Chubb has the speed the a little quicker than Derrick Henry has to get through that line where he he cannot get caught. Uh, Derrick Henry, after 15 yards, you're not catching him. It, I think it's like seven or eight yards for Nick Chubb. Once he goes through and he hits a whole Nick man, Chubb he is all has the whole package. Oh my gosh. Nick so, Chubb is laterally quick. He's a tackle breaker between the tackles. He's quick. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He breaks. He has the nastiest stiff arm other than Derrick Henry. Right. And breakaway speed. He's got he's everything you want in a running back. That's it. Nick Chubb. Yes. Uh, Damian Pierce is like the very is like the wish.com version of Nick Chubb. And he's on the other side. And the Browns can't stop the run either. So I'm I'm thinking this both of these teams are going to want to establish the run with their great running backs that are up in great matchups. Like the Texans can't tackle. The Browns have a terrible front four that gets pushed around by everybody. So I think both these running backs could be viable in this game. I don't think I'd go dueling banjos with them because neither one of them are pass catchers. But having each one of them in my player pool is going to be key. Uh, Pierce as more of a leverage option because he's going to be kind of flying under the weeds. He hasn't done anything the last couple of weeks. So I expect him to be lower owned. Uh, the passing games, I'm not too excited about. Of course, not playing anybody on the Houston Texans in the passing game. It's just no, dead. No. Um, it's If you want to do a Deshaun Watson stack, I probably would shy away from Amari Cooper, uh, and I'd probably shy away from anybody except for David Njoku. That's, that's, the, that's the player I want to stack Watson with this week if I'm going to do it. And I don't think, I would, I don't think I'm going to do it a whole lot because – I, I don't expect Watson coming into a, his first game in two years against the number two pass defense in the NFL. I don't expect him to light up the scoreboard. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll be a more of a defensive struggle. Uh, and, and so uh, just a struggle. Can, yeah, just a struggle. I, I think running the football, uh, you can they can really do some damage there. Uh, but I don't think there's going to be, uh, you know, high passing volume for huge touchdowns. They You're should. talking about somebody who hasn't played with with the the, the ones for a while, uh, for a long time. Hasn't been on NFL field for almost two years. So 
Uh, I think he's still electric. He can still run around and do stuff. But uh, I think the the offense is going to be more run heavy in this matchup. And uh, I expect a full chub, like you said. Um, okay, Let, let's jump to Denver, Baltimore. Baltimore at home catching eight and a half. Denver can't score. They can't. I mean, if they scored 18 points per game, they'd be like undefeated or something. Like, it's just ridiculous. They'd be so, nine and two. Nine and two, right? They'd be first place in the <laughs> NFL. So, I mean, they can't. Russell Wilson, Broncos country is not riding with him. It is over. Do uh, you think this game could get bigger blowout than this? Because Denver does have a good defense, but last week we saw them not do well. Eh, I'm not a huge fan of either team. I don't think it's going to be particularly a fun game to watch. Baltimore hasn't played very well. So what do you, what do you want me to do? It's like, yeah. it's they. what if, what if the Ravens get off to another big lead? <laughs> Are they going to keep it? They've blown four of them this year. Yeah, Lamar's Lamar's fault, by the way. In his defense, he should have been out there like the 12th man, like the Raiders guy who ran out of the field during the interception. Yeah, like, come on, Lamar, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing that? I think that? he went out He went out to celebrate, but didn't realize the whistle hadn't blown yet, so he just jumped right blocking. in. Yeah, jumped, let me block. It's so great. Hey, that was actually pretty resourceful. Hey, you know what? I'm, they didn't catch him until yeah. after the, the back, so. Good, this good game's going to be super boring, super boring. Well, I was going to say, all the running backs are under 5,400, 5,400 and under, so – you could state it a case be. for it for for Latavius possibly because Baltimore can you can run on them, um, but uh, I'm not sure I want really Gus any Edwards. Pieces. Gus yeah, Edwards, Baltimore. Uh, well, that's Denver can be run on too. Yes, it's it's the pass defense that's really good. Uh, the problem is, do we really want to roster guys have no receiving upside who might get stuffed all game because if you know they can't pass on you on either side, you're going to load the box. And then you have a bunch of guys averaging three yards a carry taking up your salary cap and you have very little upside unless they score multiple touchdowns. So not excited about anybody in this game. Literally I mean, nobody. The price I don't even want to play the defenses because it's going to be like you're going to have three random tight end or fullback touchdowns in this game. What's crazy is after Lamar Jackson, 7,800, and Mark Andrews at 6,600, the prices are 55 and below. Like it is like five and below, sh- like a fire. They should sale. all be men price. They're all it terrible. is crazy. But one of those guys could do something. So just you know, play somewhere, random. Somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Somewhere, sometime there could be somebody doing something in this game. Maybe something. All right, let's check <laughs> another game that's going to have maybe somebody doing something. But uh, it's the Giants hosting the Washington Commanders, two and a half point home underdogs, which is interesting. Um, this seems to be a run fest written all over it with Saquon. Another one? Brian another Robbins. one? Yeah, another double run fest. Uh, only difference is the prices are a little higher with Saquon being, you know, 8,200. Uh, how much Saquon are you going to have this week? Eh, 10, 20% at the most. He's, he's rostered right now at 6%. So you'd have some nice leverage there Yeah, uh, over the field. Um, and he's he's kind of guy you never want to go 0%, even though he's struggled lately. Uh, this whole Giants team has struggled lately. Yeah. The commanders, it, I mean, talk about chalky. Brian Robinson's gonna be chalky because he's like three percent right now. Uh, it's, that won't hold because Gibson's not practicing. Uh, if Brian Robinson stays at three percent, then of course you play him. Yeah, especially if Gibson's out. Did Did you hear Ryan but Clark? This game. Yeah, did you hear Ryan Clark's uh, synopsis on the commanders? Um, establishing a team identity uh it was was pretty good uh, thought process they shared it here in the local uh, market and he he said basically if you're in practice every day 
uh, up against the, the Jonathan Allen and, and Montez Sweat and all these, 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 these tough defensive linemen. And you're oh, yeah. establishing the run, right? That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to kind of establish Brian Robinson now in, 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 in your offense. Um, you're, you're, you're getting better because you're up against some of the best in the league. And you're creating identity of like our defense stops the run and we run the ball. And so I kind of like yeah, that. How they beat the Eagles. Now they beat the Eagles. Uh, and they so last week with Brian Robinson, I mean, he was back. You know, and and he he was running the football again. He was running over people, crushing DBs on the edge. Like, I, I love just seeing DBs get destroyed by running backs. I also love seeing running backs uh, get tackled by DBs. Sometimes, like Deion Sanders, one of my favorite DBs to see come up and just cut <laughs> out the legs of a running back. But but Brian Robinson was was putting in the work. Uh, so I love him at fifty three hundred, and I kind of want Gibson to play, but then not be used. So please, be questionable game time decision. He goes. Uh, and then Robinson kind of gets the bulk. That's that's kind of my my hope. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm still I'm still not that excited about Robinson because this touchdown last week where he was completely uncovered out of the backfield because nobody expects him to catch a pass, let alone run a route. And other than that, he did absolutely nothing with his touches. Absolutely nothing. Brian Robinson's not good, guys. And the in the Giants front, it has been pretty tough against the run. They're even tougher against the pass. And I just don't like this game. I don't like the. Uh, there's there's good players here that are just going to be muddied up in a pretty low scoring divisional battle. I'm gonna if I'm if I'm gonna play anybody, it's gonna be Daniel Jones just by himself. I, I will say this: Brian Robinson had 18 carries for over 100 yards and averaged 5.8 yards per carry. So he wasn't getting huge plays, but you know, I mean, it take away the touchdown. He's at 17 points, 17.5. The good, yeah. The good part about Robinson's game last week was that he earned more, more touches in the leverage situations. And that was huge. Right. Right. He, he, he's the red zone back. We already kind of know that, but now he's able to be used in other formats too. So, all right, let's jump to the green Bay Packers. Uh, Just does biggest question of the week. Uh, Does Jordan love start? Or does uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Ayahuasca Rodgers climb back in the saddle one more time? Rodgers is going to start. And Jordan Love shouldn't start ever, no matter what. Even if you throw a little crossing route and let Christian Watson run like a gazelle away from everybody, Jordan Love is still a horrible, terrible, all-time worst first-round pick in NFL history. This guy sucks. I don't care what he did last week. That was a wide open receiver that he find he found for that long touchdown. This is still a very bad quarterback. And I don't I just I won't back off of that unless he shows me like three or four whole games where he can play quarterback at this level. I will not believe in Jordan Love. So I hope Aaron Rodgers goes out there, even if it's just him like the Black Knight and Monty Python with no limbs and busted up ribs. It's only a flash wound. He's still better in that state than Jordan Love is at 100. percent So he's only 5800. So if he plays, do you play him? No, They're, the the Packers are terrible. They're going nowhere. They are terrible. Play Aaron Jones. Play Aaron Jones a million times over. What about Justin Fields, full participant today in practice? I love Fields. Yeah, but Montgomery is the one that benefits from Fields playing. Like I want if Fields yeah. if Fields plays Montgomery is going to be one of my favorite running back plays because we just saw this Packers run defense give up 363 yards to the Eagles. Mm. Yikes! They're still scoring touchdowns on them. Yeah, this yeah. could be a Montgomery bloodbath. against that run defense. Give him 20 carries. That could be fun. I forgot to tell you, Chicago's catching three and a half. This might be the the game of the of the week here over at the the Simpson House for my my sports book. 
you know, if, yeah. if, if Fields plays. It seems uh, like a pretty sharp line to me. I know. If Fields there, I'm going to, I'm going to take it there at home. I like that. Aaron Rodgers, the, he, they're bitter. They're out for blood against Aaron Rodgers, man. That guy's owned them and he tells they them. They don't have the them. ability. They still can't win games. Even when Fields is out there, they're losing. They have one of the worst defenses in the league. They are not, you can't trust them to win a game or cover a spread. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers still owns them. We'll see. We will see. This is the tipping point. Uh, all right. It, let's jump over to a game that I'm really looking forward to. We got some priced up players in the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Tennessee Titans. Four and a half point home favorites here. I think the line should be a little bit higher, but that's just me. Uh, what do you think? What do you think in this matchup? We got Derrick Henry. We've got uh, AJ Brown. We've got Jalen Hurts. Just a, a bunch of priced up 8K guys. I'm betting the under. Heavy under. Because the Titans defense is getting ultra disrespected in this game. The Titans are the exact team that can beat the Eagles. They have a great, great defense sound like any other team we that we just saw the only team that's beaten the eagles is a team that can run the ball run the ball and stop the run there's the only type of combination of team that can beat the eagles right now the way they're rolling and the last time i checked the commanders don't even have derrick henry and the commanders have a great run defense but so do the titans they have jeffrey simmons up there they have a lot of great big Great run stoppers on the Titans. They have Derrick Henry. Tannehill is a huge step up over Heineke. So oh, yeah. it's this is a this is a game where I'm taking all the points for Tennessee. I'm calling the upset. I'm going to bet money line Titans. I think this is the game where the Eagles again show that they're not that tough of a team if you have the right formula to beat them. A lot of these NFL mm-hmm. teams have kind of built around finesse, quick passing, timing routes. And they and the the Eagles just eat them alive because their secondary is so good. And then the the Eagles' offensive line bullies them on the other end. The Eagles can beat a lot of teams, but the teams that can run the football and stop the run and play physical, like Mike Vrabel's teams always do, those are the teams that can give the Eagles everything they want and more. Mm. Mm. So Derrick Henry, yeah. yes, Titans defense at the very bottom of the pricing scale, twenty two hundred. That's my lock of the week. I'm going to go, and one of my favorite, I'm going to go contrarian on you because uh, I don't disagree with you that their defense is getting some some disrespect. They're good defense. Um, I mean, I like A.J. Brown coming back against them. Like A.J. Brown in the revenge. The revenge narrative is It makes so much sense. Yes, it's strong. I mean, Denny Carter got blocked because he made fun of this guy's emotions. And uh, he's he's got a, a gold chain he wears during the game. This guy is... He is awesome. So I think he's just going to be crushing. I think he gets two touchdowns uh, from Jalen Hurts. So I, yeah. I like stacking them up. I, it's just I'm going to go other narrative, and that is uh, this is a, a great game that gets like 27-24, goes over the total, and is the game to watch. And that's this is this is what I want it to be. Maybe it's wishful thinking here because you know Tennessee doesn't score that many points, but you you have to. Philadelphia just is the, one of the top scoring teams in the league. You know they scored 40 last week, and they could have scored more. Uh, they could have just kept running. So uh, yeah, I, I, I do think this game awful defense. I agree. But I mean, Jalen Hurts can beat you uh, either way. He can beat you with his feet. He had a 75 rushing yards in the first like eight minutes of the quarter. He had 103 week, so. in the first quarter. Yeah, I'm saying. But at the eight minute mark, he had already had like 75, which is yeah. insane. He was on pace for like 500 yards. 
So he won't. Uh, he won't you know, even rush for fifty in this game. I would. I would bet. Well, I, here's the thing: the Titans are twenty sixth against the quarterback, so they have not been great against the quarterback. They have not been tremendous. Well, no, but that's against passing quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, as his last two games, he's averaging 16 rushing attempts. They're not even really trying to throw the ball right now. Yeah, he does. But again, when you make them one-dimensional against what their game plan is, like Washington did, how many points did they score on Washington? 20? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is is that what they scored? I can't remember this final score that game. Yeah. I think this is 27, 24. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I have a feeling that we're going to see a floor game from Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. It's going to be a letdown. They're going to get punched in the mouth. And I I still can't get over how soft this Philly team is when there's a team that's a, another alpha dog team that with the similar with a similar structure. Well, I, I will say this. Philadelphia, even though they haven't passed the ball, they can pass the ball. And uh, Tennessee is 31st against wide receivers oh yeah they're giving up they're, 14 getting, they're getting eaten alive yes yeah they're getting right eaten if alive. you put if, if you put aj brown on the edge uh against their one-on-one defenders he's gonna make a commercial out of them to, uh, on sunday so oh, i'm not disagreeing I, with that's that. what i think they're gonna do i think that's what they're gonna do like if you have a mismatch and you got a hungry animal you feed him the rock so i'm i'm going strong uh aj in this because i mean i can't oh, see it i'm happen playing a lot of aj way. too I'm going to yeah. do Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Titans defense, because I still think they're going to yes. get sacks and uh, turnovers. You're balding, my friend. You are We're not disagreeing. We're just taking different angles at the same time. Yeah, different angles of this game. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think Philly wins the game, though. And you think Tennessee wins, or do you think they just cover the spread? I think they cover, but with a chance of winning. And I'm, I know I'm going to get yeah. good odds on the money line. It could be overtime. It could be a field goal in overtime or a touchdown. Depends. So. Yeah, no, I like it. All right, uh, let's move to a game that I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out here. Uh, I don't have a lot of feelings towards it. Pittsburgh at Atlanta, one point underdog, a home underdog for Atlanta. How are you approaching this game? We've got a lot of low prices here. No one's really priced up. No one's over 6K in this game, which is crazy. Or Najee uh, Harris is 6 Nobody else is over it, though. Well, Najee's also in danger of not playing with his abdominal right. injury. Uh, which is great if you want to play Jalen Warren this week against the, the Falcons defense is atrocious. They can't stop anybody. So what we're doing here is we're going to have a full on value leverage Pittsburgh Steelers onslaught. Ooh, yeah, I get, I get. Steelers defense yeah. is in play. Deontay Johnson, uh, George Pickens. Pat Fryermuth is my tight end one this week overall over Kelsey and everything. I think t- Fryermuth is going to go ballistic against this defense. Kenny Pickett is going to have a ceiling game for him. That's 20 points, mm-hmm. 25 points, yeah. but you can save so much salary with these Steelers weapons because the last couple of weeks they've been actually running the ball. Their offensive line looks better somehow. They apparently Matt Canada figured something out because they look good lately. And TJ Watt being back on that defense covers up all those terrible defensive backs that they've been running out there. That's a whole different team. Oh, Watt makes it a completely different team because he can get to the edge and set that edge and, and against the run game. And he also can go around the edge and, and force the quarterback to get off his reads. So yeah, it's just disruption. It's funny how we see a lot more Cameron Hayward in the backfield too, because they have to double Watt on every play. 
it's it just like death by a thousand cuts. I, I love how Pittsburgh's always had a stout defense. Uh, are you taking the under in this game? If, if there's an onslaught no. type situation, are, are they the, Pittsburgh's not going to blow them out with by forty? Uh, do, do they no. score? You know, is it 25, 20 to, to 10 to 7? How does My Atlanta prediction come was that Atlanta would not score an offensive touchdown. I like this. This is ballsy, my friend. This is the the, the, the ballsy call of the week so far. Uh, I'm not into Atlanta no, this 20, week. 20 to 6. That's that's my call. Okay. 26. That's a great call. I'm in I'm into that. I'm gonna ride with that too. Uh, and I'm gonna take the 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 bet uh here for Pittsburgh. I'm gonna ride Pittsburgh to some money this weekend. Uh Talking about riding some money. This might be the best game uh, hotly contested. Uh, Jets at Minnesota, minus three for Minnesota. we got a great defense for the Jets, but they're traveling, right? And they got an emergent Mike White who can actually throw touchdowns. <laughs> On the other side, you know, Minnesota, uh, they're in first place in the Central. Holy moly, air to school nation. They have, oh, they have oh. the second best record in the NFL. That's crazy, man. They beat the Bills. Yeah, they're a good Don't team. You know. I mean, they, they look, we saw their worst against the Cowboys, but they, since then they look good against the Patriots on Thanksgiving. So yep. they're not bad. Like they went in, they went in and beat the tar out of Belichick's Patriots last week. Yeah. But this, this Vikings team, this Vikings team is just a year ahead of the Jets. The Jets are a year ahead of schedule in their rebuild. And now that they have Mike White, they're not losing games because of the quarterback. Which is good. But, I mean, even even Zach Wilson was five and two as a starter this year. He was awful. They won despite right. him. But this defense is really good for the Jets. At the same time, the Vikings are just a better team. Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah, all the Dalvin Cook. I am all over Dalvin. Seventy two hundred. That is cheap, Dalvin, bro. Shh. What are we talking about, man? And of course, you don't want to full fade Justin Jefferson, but at his price, don't get too much of him high. because Sauce Gardner has only allowed one first down in all season mm. in man coverage. One that's not good. Down. That's not that's one not good. first down, no touchdowns, one first down all season. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's like that's not just rookie of the year status, that's elite all pro status. Yeah. And the other guy on the other side, DJ Reed, isn't much worse. He's really good, too. This is the best tandem corners in the AFC. If you say Bradbury and Slay are the best in the NFC, the AFC is obviously Sauce and Reed. This is a tough matchup for Jefferson and Thielen and especially Kirk Cousins. Yeah, well, but I, I, I think Dalvin Cook goes ballistic. Yeah. Hawkinson's going to have a good game, but Dalvin Cook is the money shot for this game. So let me ask you a question. If you're if you're running it back uh, with 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 I was going to say Garrett Wilson, chalk um, bomb. I don't care. He's he's yeah. going to eat. Is Patrick Peterson going to be particularly uh, on one side of the field? Is he going to be in zone? Another zone. Go? Yeah, he's yeah. he's going to stick to his his left corner spot in zone. He won't travel. He won't need to. Uh, they run a lot of cover four quarters and cover two man. So no, it's not going to matter where Peterson is because. These corners for Minnesota aren't good. They yeah. they rely on they rely on their pass rush to get home. And I think that's going to get to Mike White. Mike White had a great game last week. Don't take that away from him, but that was against the Bears. The Bears have no pass rush. They have no coverage. They can't stop trade it away. They trade away their pass rush. They trade away everybody. Yeah. And so 
compare that to the Vikings who have a bad secondary, but can get after the passer and they're actually scoring a lot of points in fantasy for their DST mm-hmm. is if I'm going Dalvin cook, I'm stacking with that $3,700 Vikings defense because Mike white last, just last year when he had a huge game, they, they went back to Zach Wilson because he threw four picks against the bills. I do remember that. Yeah, it was terrible. Cause at, at yeah. one point we were like, Oh, do they go back to Zach Wilson when he's healthy? Or do they stick with Mike White? And then when he threw four picks against Buffalo, like, well, I guess when Zach when Zach is healthy again, we'll go back to Zach because he's our first round pick. And this year it's different, but I think Mike White still has a very high likelihood of turning back into a pumpkin. And this Vikings defense might force them to might force the Jets to really make a tough choice. What do you think about Chandon Sullivan lined up against Elijah Moore? He's got four six speed. That's not as fast as Elijah Moore. <laughs> Elijah Moore four three nine. I think he might have some trouble. Uh, the problem yeah. is we haven't seen Elijah Moore on the field enough. He, he, he was he at forty percent of the snaps, thirty five percent of the routes, and still two targets, two catches, one touchdown. His other catch was a forty two yard yak monster run, and they still wouldn't put him on the field, even though he looks completely unstoppable. Every time he is on the field, nobody can cover him. And yet he's still doghouse. And yet this did, might did still you be see him where you play him in GPP and hope that he works his way out of the doghouse a little bit more because he's so explosive. Yeah. I mean, he's just so cheap to a 3,700. It's, it's kind of like, so nice. uh, yeah. He's definitely in the player um, pool. I love Elijah Moore so much, and it pisses me off to see him in the doghouse. Did, did you see his uh, at press conference all dressed up talking about him kissing the football? Yeah, so talked to the ball I, yesterday. I when, yeah, when he scored like, the oh, touchdown, he was so elated. Yeah. He was such a relief that he caught that touchdown. Yeah, yeah it was he great. I, lo- I mean, he's I love that guy. He's, he's a good he loves that, that guy loves the game more than life itself. Yeah, he's our yeah, kind of people. He was dying. He was dying because his quarterback was into MILFs, you know, instead of football. Well, so, everybody who catches the- passes for the Jets was dying oh, because he wouldn't yeah, throw the ball to anybody. He was padded. He was doing the Carson Wentz. Then he was fast. He could run around a little bit and like and throw the ball away, but not great. Um, oh, speaking of great, uh, this might be the game of the afternoon, uh, except that Kansas City's on the slate too. But I love this matchup. It's it's uh, McDaniel retur- uh, Mike McDaniel's return yes. home, all right, to San Francisco, Miami. They're uh, underdogs by four points, forty six and a half. It's a high total here. San Francisco's yep. got a lockdown D man. They've been crushing everybody. How do you see this game playing out? Miami is going to destroy them. Ooh. Plain and simple. I love the Niners guess. have been shutting that. out bad offenses. Every team, every time they play an offense, there's something wrong with that offense. It's either Andy Dalton is a starting quarterback or uh, mm-hmm. Herbert's out there, but his two top receivers aren't playing. Uh, we have the last time they played a full strength offense, Mahomes will put up 44 on them. So this defense is pretty fraudulent. They've been they've been really fortunate with their schedule. Yes, they're a great defense. Yes, they are mm-hmm. they are doing what they need to do to win games. The offense is explosive at times, but last week they kind of got exposed as, oh, if if our if our running backs aren't healthy, then our passing game we can't put up a lot of points. Is Jimmy Garoppolo is still Jimmy Garoppolo? 
He is. This is if this is a really tough. With them, you're in trouble. You're, yeah, you're in trouble with the shootout. We're talking about a head coach, Mike McDaniel, who was just on the staff drawing up plays for the same team in the same system less than a year ago. Yeah. Led them to the NFC Championship game running that scheme. And now you're telling me that this Niners team that doesn't have Tua Tungabaloa, they don't have Tyree Kill or Jalen Waddell, they don't have Jeff Wilson or Ray Mostert anymore. This Dolphins offense is unstoppable. They are undefeated with Tua for a reason. This is an unstoppable offense, and the, the 49ers in the secondary are 21st. That's that's not good. And you're you're gonna get an offense that's gonna run, they're gonna throw the ball a ton. What what do you think about Christian McCaffrey running it back? He's expensive. He's six hundred. He's expensive, and he's got knee tendonitis, so he's going to play. But how much he actually does for that salary, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to I play think him. It's really tough. He's got to get two touchdowns to support that salary because you can get or catch ten passes. If we can get McCaffrey, if we get a McCaffrey ten catch game, then we're fine. Like if he pulls an Eckler from last though. week. Well, no, it doesn't matter. Like this defense is awful for Miami. This is an over game all the way. It is an over game. I'm just I don't know if they run like Jimmy G doesn't hustle them up to the line to 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 the two minute drills not be maybe they're losing, you know, twenty one to sit to nothing and they gotta do the two minute drill where you get those, you know, repeated passes, pass, pass. Um but yeah, I, if I he think, doesn't I think Garoppolo's it because I do expect some chalk in this game. Maybe not from Tua. I, I like Tua stacks for 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 to leverage the two receivers. But Jimmy Garoppolo as a leverage play is pretty good. George Kittle's only 5K. George oh, Kittle's shit. only 5K. Sorry. And, yeah, you're always doing that. George Kittle, 5K flat against the 30th ranked defense against tight ends. That sounds like a so, play a week. It sounds like a really smart play to do a little skinny stack with Jimmy G and Kittle or even with Ayuk, who's 6,100. He's getting way more work than Debo. Debo's a yeah. full fade because he's been he's nothing. Hard. He's, yeah, he's hurt, hurt and he's he's just been he's been phased out of his huge workload because of McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. They, I love them dissecting that play score on the reverse touchdown, but if you don't get that touchdown, you're missing six points on that. That's a big one yeah. play score for him. So you Debo's big huge plays. ceiling game went away when McCaffrey got there. Yeah, because he doesn't yeah, get no, the I volume agree. to support a weekly play. Yeah. Well, I might just do a parlay uh, and stack up. Uh, Pittsburgh with uh, Miami do some some road dogs. Uh, well, it's not dogs. Oh, I'm taking Miami money line over. Miami's going to win by double digits. Mm, Watch. I like this. It's going to be just going to be excited. So, all right, three games left. We'll get you out of here. Kind of long slate. Uh, we, we're we're uh, trying to be efficient, but so many good plays. Um, Seattle going into the Rams. Oh man, the Rams are just left for dead. Rams are <laughs> seven point. They're done. Home. <laughs> underdogs i think seattle trucks and stucks them as they say um what do you think about this total and what 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 happens in this matchup i think seattle wins but i think it's closer than people think uh this rams defense still playing hard they're still talented uh seattle probably ends up winning this game but i'm not running out there to play any of their weapons because i don't think they're going to have ceiling games kenneth walker's going up against a really good run defense uh, Lockett and DK are good plays, but not great plays. 
Six K for I'm, Lockett, though. That's nice. That's nice. But it's I like nice. Kyron Williams. I like Kyron Williams fifty two hundred on the back end. We just saw three hundred scrimmage yards from Josh Jacobs against the Seahawks defense. Oh yeah, dominant. Three hundred scrimmage yards. You realize how many that? That's insane. And Kyron Williams got the got the that bell cow right. roll over Cam Akers last week. I didn't see that coming. I thought Cam would be the first two downs, and then Kyron would come in for third down. Well, Kyron's just taken over. And he's probably the least athletic running back in the NFL right now, but he's good at football. And when you, when you're good at football and the coach likes you because you actually can pass block and catch passes and make the right calls and reads on option routes, he's going to keep seeing the field. And the Seattle defense cannot stop running backs. They just can't. No, no, they can't. Tyron Williams, 5,200. That's one of my favorite value plays. Well, what happened to Kenneth Walker last week? He just stopped playing. Did he get hurt? Was there an undisclosed injury? No, I didn't pick up no. Just, we're, we're, like, we're seeing Homer. No, he's he's a boomer bust running back. He likes to dance around and look for big plays, a lot like Saquon. He's a lot like Saquon, where he, if he doesn't have room to, uh, doesn't have room to run, he's not going to go anywhere. He's just going to dance yeah. around until they tackle him in the backfield. So yeah, the last two games we're seeing like two yards of carry from from Kenneth Walker. He relies a lot on big plays and his yes, big plays salvage his weeks. And the last couple of weeks, he hasn't busted any big runs. He might bust one here. I mean, you don't want to full fade Kenneth Walker either because he's so talented, but right. two yards of carry yeah. ain't paying the bills these days. <laughs> no, it's boomer bust. And, and in this matchup, I think uh, it's going to be more bust. Uh, I don't think that the Rams put a bunch of a fight though. Uh, I think Seattle's going to beat them, but I think it'll be through the air. Uh, that's, that's kind of where I it's think gotta it's going to be. Go. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, all right, let's talk about the game of the week that I'm really excited about. The next two games, both are kind of big big total games. 53 points, though, for Kansas City going into Cincinnati. What do you think about that number? That's a big, big number. Big, big number. Big, fun game to watch. Kansas oh, yeah. City wants revenge. They lost to the Bengals twice last year. They oh, lost like in the, during the season. They lost in the, in the divisional round of the playoffs. And Jamar Chase was the one that did it to them both times. Because remember, we like to see the Kansas City Chiefs like to go man up. They like to send those zero blitzes and put their corners on islands. And guess who? Guess who? The best quarterback in the league is against the blitz, Joe Burrow. Ooh, Joe and Burrow. the best best wide receiver against man coverage in the league, Jamar Chase. Oh, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Not a good combination for the Chiefs. I think they mix it up a little bit more this time. Uh, Travis Kelsey on his show with his brother already said that he's he felt like he didn't play his best football in either one of those games. So him and Patrick are going to be really looking to put up a big mm. uh, statement performance. So I'm back on board. If, if you see Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on the main slate, as in they're not in prime time that week, you play them. It's expensive, it's but it's worth it. It's true. Yeah. And running back with T Higgins too. Mm, T Higgins. Or Chase. Or my favorite leverage play from a couple weeks ago, Joe Mixon's back. He is back. His concussion cleared. He's limited in practice today, which is good. It means he can be full He's go back. tomorrow, hopefully. He's back. So, yeah. Joe Mixon's now, back. I, I like that. Are you playing any of the other uh, weapons for Patrick Mahomes? Any um, yeah. wide receivers for them? Any Juju? Any Marquez? All Watson? All of them. You play all of them. They're all in the pool. Because this is a ceiling game. You don't want to miss out on whoever's going to score the long touchdown. Yeah, I, I think this a is a lot more exposure is, to Kelsey. I, I'm wondering if this game hits 53. Uh, do you think that, that this game shoots? Yes. Last two games yes. did. 
Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. It is a high-powered offensive uh, weaponry in this both game. Both sides, yeah. So both sides, both sides can put the ball in the end zone just fine. <laughs> no, no, it's true. All right, uh, last game, and then we'll get you out of My here. My favorite. My favorite. This is your favorite. Yeah, this is the L.A. Chargers going to Vegas, who is a one-point home favorite. This is the shootout. This is the shootout. This is the game that goes over 60 this week. Ooh, guns a-blazing. Well, you know the Raiders don't play defense. so No, they don't. No. And Justin Herbert knows that. Keenan Allen knows that. Austin Eckler knows that. Josh Palmer even knows that. Uh, I'm going to be doing the second mortgage stack on the Chargers side. I mean... If you look at Allen, he's only sixty five hundred. That's that's an insult. Sixty one, I think. Sixty five. No, Allen's sixty five. Yeah. Okay. Sixty five. Yeah. 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 So insult. I'm playing. That's I'm playing a Herbert Eckler Keenan Allen stack and running it back with Devonte Adams second mortgage stack. Mm, second mortgage stack. Uh, I like that. If you wanted to to pay down for DeAndre Carter, he seems to slip by the defense every week too. He's thirty nine hundred with GPP. Hey, shout out yeah. NorCal. Yeah, another NorCal drink, Andre- everybody. DeAndre, yeah. DeAndre Carter, uh, alumnus of uh, Sacramento State, the, how, the Hornets, yeah. stingers up. Uh, this would be a game where maybe you do implore the dueling banjos. This might be the best dueling banjos. I mean, it's pricey, 7,900 oh, Jacob, for Eckler. Jacob's an Eckler, Jacob, yeah. Jacob's for, for Jacob's sure. 85, right? Yeah. They might be RB1 and 2 this week. Yeah. Eckler uh, because he catches so many passes, and Jacob's because the Chargers can't stop the run. And they're going to give him 25 carries. So at least you know, he had 39 touches last week. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's the floor. Uh, purple cat. Uh, I like Zay Jones this week in, in PPR. Um, I think he's a flex play, uh, depending on who you have though. Uh, I don't think he is going to be the best Jaguars, play. I think Bo was on that too. I think it'll be, uh, you know, Christian Kirk in the slot. 20, but, what? 22 you know, targets last two games for Zay. That's a pretty I solid pick. Hey, t- tell people who won the, the chalk block tournament last week. Oh my my battery! I believe it was some uh, it was some jerk named Simpson, and uh, he put up uh, he put up a yeah he he doesn't know how to leave his laptop plugged in so it doesn't die. (laughs) So yes, uh, old man Simpson won the chalk block tournament last week. I don't remember what I finished, but it wasn't close. Do you know? Do you know what I finished? I don't even know. I'll have to go back and look. But I know I wasn't in contention for winning. Yeah. No. I. I. I, uh, I was crushing it, and it was because of Zay Jones, 30.5 points, and then I also played uh, Jordan Akins in the tight end position. Got me eighteen points. Those are DFS darlings. Put them out at my own tournament. So, um, <laughs> yeah. All right, purple. Cat, I, I got. Hey, I didn't get dead last. I did Good. not get DFL. <laughs> but I was 17th out of 23 because other than my very high leveraged uh, core plays of Geno Smith and Austin Eckler, along with DK Metcalf, it's about all I had. <laughs> yeah, The rest who, of my guys were snowflakes. It was a little bit of a show. Who would you start here uh, for Purple Cat? He's got Zay Jones, but he also has Traylon Burks, Deontay Johnson. Oh, uh, Zay Jones. Better matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. Well, Mr. Bo underscore McBigTime, where can people find you? Oh, I think I'll give it away. Bo underscore McBigTime. That's it. Yeah. Go on Twitter. Hit me up. That's it. Talk some shit to him. Follow him so you can get to AK. Uh, 
Yeah, you can go unfollow me to follow him if you need to. I'm okay. Yeah, please do. We'll yeah, there's 4,000 of you out there that follow him and not me. And I think it's, it's a sex box, Bo. It's a sex box. I'm not going to, I have a high. Well, did did you hear that before, before Before Trump got deactivated a couple of years ago? Uh, 92% of his uh, followers oh. were, uh, were not actual people. <laughs> <laughs> 92% of 4 million that's followers. 92% of 4 million. That's that, not good. That's like he had a half a million real people and half a million real people following him. And probably most of those are government entities and a oh bunch of, and then a bunch of Russian bots. Right. Of course. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get less bots and more thoughts uh, and prayers in my DFS lineup. So uh, we'll see you guys on the mean <laughs> streets of DFS. Tweet us out. See you guys next time for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Fantasy Football YouTube channel. Jingle that bell, like, and subscribe. We'll see you guys 